Hello, I'm Cameron Penamone. And I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this is Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat. Today we have a guest. <gasps> we have a guest, and I'm going to in- introduce Oscar Jo Jo Yo. You were so, you got it. You had jo- it. You <laughs> got it. You were, just com- just commit. Just commit. He's just so you uncertain. Said you yourself. He's just like, oh. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> um, Oscar is a good friend of mine. Um, and we did Wakanda Con together. He is an artist located in Chicago. And we're gonna. This is gonna be our first artist interview. Yeah. Ah, what? Yeah, you're the first one. <laughs> it's all about Oscar. Ah, oh, jeez. So no pressure. I'm just kidding. Can't start. <laughs> oh God, don't. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was just kidding. Don't spit out your drink. We're also having a uh, sober episode again. Yeah. You know, keep the questions on point. And mm-hmm. also, I am still on medication. That makes me not allowed to have alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could have phrased that better, but I didn't. There you go. I think Committed to it. Perfectly hey, you tried. I think the drunk now stands for just drunk, like a metaphor, like drunk with love of art. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Try, on, I don't know. Drunk on art. <laughs> or drunk. Beyonce. Or, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Queen Bay. Um, okay. So, first question, Oscar. Where are you from? Uh, well, okay, so, okay, so, um, <laughs> I was born in Malawi, Africa. Um, I've, I was, I was there, and then I moved to South Africa for a little bit, but basically I was, my central point was Malawi, Africa. Then I moved here, like, 2000, and I was staying in South Bend, Indiana for 11 years. I went to school, did all the school stuff. Mm. And then um, I was like, I really wanted to get the heck out of there. I was just like, yeah, I'm good. It's not bad. Thanks. I'm out. Um, came to Chicago 2011 to go to the American Academy. And I graduated with my, with, my bachelor's, with my bachelor's in life drawing. I went there as an illustrator, but I was just like, eh, I need to have foundation. So did life drawing and... And yeah, and ever since then, I've just been doing a lot of different forms of art, just expanding yeah. myself, just stretching myself to different avenues. It's really cool. So you graduated in 2011. Oh, or no, you started in 2011. 2011, sorry. I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, say that again, sorry. Started in 2011, uh, graduated in 2015. Okay. Yeah. And that was the American Academy of Art. My alma mater as well. Yeah. Where Cam <laughs> Go triangles. Go triangles. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I think I, it's, it's their logo. Yeah. It's it's a, tri- oh, yeah, that's actually true. And therefore, the mascot. <laughs> so you, you kind of skipped on to question two was we were going to ask where you went to school. So Perfect. Going, Covers um, that. Yes, you covered it. Um, question three is describe your art and what inspires you. 
Oof. Okay, I finally. Okay, so it's crazy because I finally came to that conclusion like last year. What I do because nice. like for a while I was more of um, a surrealist, like I just like you know, but I just use it as a button. It's like I could do all this stuff. Like I was a surrealist illustrator, surrealist fine artist, but now I come to come to myself knowing it myself as an Afrofuturist, Afro surrealist. Mm. Um, I can be very representational with my work, but because I always use a lot of figure work, but I also use a lot of abstract patterns, which in a way is very sonic. And when I talk to a lot of people about what I do, it's basically I draw what I hear. So mm. my work is always very music inspired. It's very yeah. sonic inducing. So anytime you see my work, even when my work is animated, it's there's patterns involved, patterns on top of patterns on top of patterns. And it always, it always creates this this interesting vibrant sounds that's the work i do oh, i love that i totally picked that up in your work yeah. it's it's beautiful oh thanks that's awesome yeah so does the music you listen to really like heavily inspire what you do not all the time it's okay so um i come from a musical family so mm-hmm. it's always like they can make music i feel like i I could, but I just prefer to draw about it. So like mm-hmm. I'm making, I'm taking the same mentality of making a song or making an album or something like that, and just kind of consolidate into this visual format. Yeah. Because that's how I respond quickly. I feel like I do have like synesthesia and stuff like that. So I hear what I, I when I see a color, I hear a sound that mm-hmm. associates with mm-hmm. it. So I'm like, all right, I kind of like that. So I'm gonna play. I'm gonna put these colors together and. It's gonna create something. Yeah. Actually, since you bring up color, not to no keep keep going. <laughs> since you bring up color, you do have a very distinctive color theme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go a little bit more into that. Oh man, I love color. Uh, man, I could talk about all, I could talk to anyone all day about color you, because you can. That's what you're here for. <laughs> go ahead, tell us about your color themes. So, um, it's again like back to like my synesthetic approach. It's that's why I kind of borrow from because I always see, always hear a sound from associated with color, and I try to like combine different colors to or like just very um, vibrant colors to just create like a certain sound that's in my head. If I want something that's very like thrashy and just like almost like just like bass heavy and stuff like that, I use like a lot of like a lot of like just bolder colors. If I want something yeah. very subdued, I kind of keep things very monochromatic. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. The more colors I use, or, or the less colors I use, you can, kind of, you can kind of, like, detect what kind of sound I'm going for. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Cause Steph, so, Steph asked if there's, like, music. Do you also pick up from just, like, environmental sounds, too? Mm-hmm. Like, just general noises of Ye- the city and stuff like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, it's crazy. Like, Chicago. So, like, a lot of people... Like, of course, you can go to New York, it's like, New York is a little, you know, crazy tax. It's like, hey, get out. It's like, get out the way. It's like, no. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you could say that. But what I like about Chicago is that it's so, it's so Goldilocks of a city because you can have your very industrial, your very noisy, and your yeah. very, like, um, just traffic-driven, like, areas. Or you can have something that's very quiet, like, or where I live at, which is, like, you know, up north, like, north of Chicago. So it's very, it's kind of, like, an even blend of both. So you kind of, like, so you kind of have, like, you kind of work with that because it's like you know like back to like the thrashy lines like the bolder lines like the louder like a thing gets and like the softer lines like you know you just hear like nuance of like winds or birds mm-hmm. or something like that so it's mm-hmm. kind of cool it's so true like uh, chicago is that kind of city where you can run into you can be one like block away from super crazy busy street and then 
just like go a few more paces and be in a park and it's super serene and chill and like ugh, i love it yeah like <laughs> i'm a, I, i'm a night person so i love yeah. going out when when it's not freezing um i like going out to the park there's a park near me and it's like this really nice open field and it's really nice you get to hear mm-hmm. so sometimes i do take my headphones off when i'm walking mm-hmm. every now and then yeah surprise surprise i take my headphones <laughs> off when i'm uh, it's not easy to do it's not uh, it's just like being in my own world mm-hmm. um there's like really unique stuff I mean, you hear crickets here and there you still hear some birds i'm surprised they're up at like two in the morning but, <laughs> yeah, just uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> just like having those deep bird conversations late into the night I guess. <laughs> oh gosh you go through the existential crisis it's over <laughs> <We're birds. laughs> um so yeah like I get to appreciate those like those moments because yeah. that's I can even like I'm able to document them and mm-hmm. find some way to put them in my work. Yeah, yeah like that's awesome. one one artist like before we continue further, one artist that actually made me appreciate that was Bjork. Like Bjork is mm. one of my favorite artists, and she incorporates a lot of nature elements into her work. Mm-hmm. So like, I, ever since I started listening to her, I was like, yeah, I gotta start really picking up on nature a little bit more. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she's great. Um, you just answered the next question, which, well, I mean, there could be more to it. I don't know if you have to unlock your phone, sorry, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, which was like, is there an artist that inspires you? So, Ooh, I got um, plenty of, like, several. There's several. <laughs> kind of artists, yeah, and Any kind of artists. Um, even though I'm music driven with who I pull from, um, like, just to start, like, primarily, like, go for artists, uh. The, the biggest influence I have, the, the biggest artist that influenced my work uh, is Keith Haring. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, really? Keith Haring. Mm-hmm. Deadass. Keith Haring. <laughs> <laughs> um, Keith Haring is actually one of my biggest influences. James Jean and uh, Candy Wiley are like close seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, even Alex Ross to, to an extent as well, because I like, you know, just making something that's not real real Mm -hmm. um but keith herring i just like how he uses patterns and everything like that just to make these simple and bold statements yeah um i'm not gonna lie to you like when i heard that he was not around anymore i was kind of devastated and i was like in eighth grade i was like are you serious i was mad because i would if it was still around there's so many questions i want to ask him like you know any like any other statements you want to talk about or um, what's next in the evolution of his, like, you know, the way he draws his figures. And mm-hmm. I've always loved that. And James Jean, in particular, why I also love about his stuff, he's like, you know, and also sex with you, Kehinde Wiley, they both use their, um, their, like, their culture and to put in their work. Like, if you see James Jean, he uses a lot of, like, stuff from his Taiwanese um, heritage and Japanese, mm-hmm. and a little bit of Japanese in his work. And Looking Kehinde, yeah, he uses a lot of, uh, <laughs> African like imagery along with like you know old school imagery so it was always dope. I could see James James Jean being an influence, but I'm like kind of not making the connection. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> I know it takes a second. Uh, that's why I was just like, what? like really? Mm-hmm. Like I just yeah. don't. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't I... See it, I guess, because I I think his stuff is really simple. Mm-hmm. Where yours is like super intricate. So yeah. like I'm just like, what? Like, I'm really confused. <laughs> Yeah, like it is the case, yeah. But that's um that's why I like it. It's like, you know, I always wanted to kind of um kind of elaborate on 
what Keith has done. Because I wish you, I was wondering if you ever ever had times we want to get a little intricate, but he probably, you know, he probably would have had he had mm-hmm. he lived. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> music, music. I'm just gonna make this really short, and it's like you know, Bjork is one of them. Uh, Childish Gambino is another one. Kanye West is another one, and um, all three of them. Reason why is because they they have this maximalist approach that I really love. So mm-hmm. I want every piece I do, I take that into consideration. Like I want to make it like the most expansive that I could possibly make it. Yeah, and I know Kanye uses like multiple elements and layers a lot of shit, and it's like super interesting how he makes his sounds. And yeah. it sounds like very similar to what you're talking about, like where you're kind of picking up different sounds to actually put down on the surface mm-hmm. yeah yeah but yeah those are but i have a bunch of musicians but those are the three you were to tell me to like jump three. out yeah and what are the three musicians that jump out to you if if you can or five Five? You okay. need five? <laughs> I can go, like, again, I, I have a ten. I have a ten list, but okay, yeah. You, you could go through the ten, like, you know. Yeah, like, in no particular order, but the three, they're, they'll, they're always my top three. Like, Bjork, Kanye, Chaj Gambino. Um, another person I picked up I really, really love, just because I like his industrial format. I, these two artists I actually really like. Uh, JPEG Mafia. Uh, he's really dope. Um, I'm a huge fan of Death Grips. Like oh. I like how aggressive and grungy it gets. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Actually. I think you were listening to them when we were at WakandaCon together. At I one point. I played JPEG, but not Death Grips. Okay. I didn't. No, you <laughs> oh. didn't. Oh, <laughs> not that type of crowd. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, who else? Um, Tyler, the creator, I really liked, especially like this is working on Flower Boy. It's very like very liberating and free. Um, uh, I know. Uh, I was gonna say I could, I could, like, even though like she's she's kind of a musician. Rebecca Sugar, I really love. Mm-hmm. I, I love Studio Universe. I mm-hmm. like how she's able to mix music elements and art elements together. So yeah. that's why I was like, yo, this sure. is this is where it's at. But <laughs> that's pretty much of the core people that I mm-hmm. always put in like my top ten, top eleven. Yeah. Just keep going. Top 12. Top 13. Uh, I'll put that. I, oh, man. Don't get me started. No, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. And um, going forward with artists who inspire you, is do you have like a favorite art movement or style that inspires you too, I guess? Well, I was really a huge fan of stick figures. I was really cave <laughs> <laughs> paintings. Stick figure <laughs> I'm a really huge fan of stick figures. No, I'm sorry. Um... Ah, uh, the movements that that's oh, okay. Um, More styles. Like, if you can't think of a particular movement, then like, is there a specific style? You mentioned you surrealism. Like? Yeah. Yeah, like surrealism, especially like um, I like classical. Actually, no. Um, even though I like surrealism, Art Nouveau has always been my favorite movement. I've always mm. been a fan of Art Nouveau. Uh, Alphonse Mucha and Gustave Klimt are the dopest mm. of the rapists. Like, <laughs> I I love them. Um, yeah, like Klimt is very like pattern heavy. And that's another artist I've is that's also on my list. I just cannot I can't believe I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Um there's a lot of patterns that he's in his work and everything like that. And Alphonse is very decorative, but yeah. mm-hmm. not a lot of people know like he did this um he did the the Slav the Slavic epic. It was like these four massive paintings, super like just like in like super uh detailed, involved uh decorative and everything like that and that was like and that's like 
that's uh, something I've always loved in Alphonse's work. But yeah, Art Nouveau is so awesome. It's just mm-hmm. decorative. You can make things pretty. You can even make a lot of things, like a lot of intent, like intentional statements. And some people will just like, oh, it's like, oh, it's really pretty. But it's <laughs> like, no, there's a statement to be made in there. Yeah. Yeah. And it feels like one of the, the sort of timeless. I mean, a, a lot of movements are still timeless, but I just, I, you still see it new though on everything. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's still it's still used over and over again. Yeah. Come yeah. On. Um, commercial still. But, in, I mean, it's nice because it's actually very beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. So, your, your phone, what is Is there <laughs> any style that you like as well? Like, lean towards, like... Uh, I've always, as far as a base, I've always just kept things pretty representational. Um, even though I'm starting to move a little, little further and further away from it. There's a lot of, like, you know, representational artists like David Kasson or David Gray or, um, even a lot of pre-Raphaelites and everything like that. Um, pre-Raphaelite movies is always pretty awesome, but I kind of got tired of it a little bit. Um, I really like a lot of graphic design movements that's going on right mm-hmm. now. A lot of graphic design movements are because re- they're actually yeah, I agree. Yeah, because they're really focusing a lot of like it's like all right, we got this, we got this image, and let's see uh, um, how we can chop and screw it around just mm-hmm. to make these really interesting, interesting like you know images and especially like rock posters. A lot of like mm-hmm. hip hop posters and a lot of like old school like you know old school like band posters where they had to cut up the text and everything yeah. put it together. I always love that stuff, and I just thought that even though it's like it doesn't directly correlate with what I do, I just like it because I can in some way incorporate how they compose. Yeah. So. For such a long, well, I, I don't know how long, but like for a while there, that was like my dream. It was like I want to just like befriend a band and travel on the road <laughs> yes. and design all their posters. Like that That's would be the dream, dream life. That is so <laughs> dope. That's a good dream. And I'm so jealous of um of Brian Irwin. He gets to do that mm. stuff. And like he's been doing that for a minute. And I'm just like, man, I would I would kill to do this to kind of stuff. So I've been so Right. And so I've been reaching around <laughs> with a lot of um local people here because like, you know, and you know, sometimes I get paid from it, sometimes I actually just do it for the most because I really mess with their with mess with their music. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, it's like I got an idea for your work. Let me let me just show you what I can do. And sometimes it works. Sometimes you know they leave me on scene. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm so embarrassed Dang. I can't remember this artist because she's a favorite of mine. The artist that came to Blick. She just does. Um... I think I know who you're talking about. I think. Oh shit! What's her name? I don't. But I don't remember either. Oops. Um, you might want to look it up. Yeah. I While you're look looking it. that up, um, there's actually a movie. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's a little older, but not older, but it's from a few years ago. Uh, about like making band posters. No. Um, I think I want to say it's like li- lived, live pretty, die young, or something like that. <laughs> Some sounds... weird rock and roll name. I don't know. That does sound. Like, <laughs> that sounds pretty, pretty rock and roll, to be honest. But yeah, it's just a documentary about people who like make band posters and stuff it oh terrible really cool. mcpherson oh my god i can't believe it's been a long day yeah. <laughs> okay. i really can't tara mcpherson like she does original work but she's she actually does a lot of like move uh not movie posters uh band posters yeah like i've actually been checking her checking her work for a minute i've been since uh, since high school i think she's uh, been around for a while yeah she's very established so that's where i really wanted i've always wanted to do that because um so 
the the Vince Staples painting I did uh, in 2017, it was like because uh, Vince Staples didn't drop his Big Fish Theory art artwork for the for for his album, and I'm like, all right, I got like a couple weeks. Let me just bang this one out, and maybe it's just throw it to Vince Staples. And I was so close because I I was only off by one day because he dropped it on the Thursday and I got it done on Friday. I was so upset. But I was mm. like, ah, I was so mm. close because I really because I mean I if, any artist that I really love I like I already have an idea for their repetitive posters, music videos, whatever you have it. I got ideas for it. So man, that's that's a seriously a dream job. I really yeah, want to do that. Cool. Uh, Probably make zero dollars, but it would be worth it. <laughs> true. I, just, I get clout out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I get clout. Uh, yeah. But, you, you just, you know, feed off of what the band's having or whatever. No, uh, no, right. It'd be fine. Yeah, just pay my rent for the year. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. Um, okay, so I hope it's okay for the white person to ask this question. Yeah. Uh, because the next question that we had on here was, um, do you find that, like, being a person of color influences anything that you do in your art like any aspects yeah it does it actually really does for a while i kind of battled it because i just wanted to be Mm. a black artist that just creates but i've realized like being a poc kind of gives me a little bit of a leverage Mm. because um not only are you making reinterpretations of what's already existed but it also gives you an opportunity to see things in a new way. So um, when I get to use my illustration side, I'm like, you know, I can take that and kind of like remix it in a way that's like, that actually makes a lot of sense in, in, in a POC environment. But also at the same time, like, you know, there's a lot of movements um, that's been established by a lot of like non-POCs. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'm just like, ah, oh, it's kind of dope. And it's like, if you, if a black person does it or an Asian person or whatever, whoever mm-hmm. does it, um, it gets like, you know, a chance to like explore a new perspective that hasn't been um, done before because yeah. like everyone has like these preconceived notions of what a black person should paint. Like, mm-hmm. I, I cannot tell you how many times people walked around me. It's like, why don't you draw Malcolm X all the time? Why don't you draw Kaepernick? And like, I can, I totally can, but that's not what I want to do. And that's not what I want to convey. That's what you expect me to do. And that gets so annoying. And I know it's not their fault. It's just, that's that's how it's conditioned. Yeah, that's interesting. I feel, I mean, I don't know. Like there's that growing up, um, I'm I'm non-binary, mm-hmm. so uh, like I think that there was always this expectation to draw girly things, girly right. quotes. Like, <laughs> so I'm not trying to like couple myself with that. It's a totally different experience. No, but fun. like, like yeah, it's weird how people think like, oh, you should be drawing this. You why don't you draw flowers? Like, right? What? Yeah, like you <laughs> draw weird scraggly people. I don't know. Leave me alone. Yeah, <laughs> like I got a lot of friends there. Yeah, I got a lot of friends that are that are they're non-binary or they're they're happening in the LGBT community and they don't draw what a lot of people want them to draw. I'm right. just like, dude, do you want to... Why don't you draw the LGBTQ flag all the time? Right. I'm just like, everything at rainbows. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I love a rainbow, but <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And like 
and like um before i say that like i like a lot of, you know i always put a lot of pink in my in my work and mm-hmm. live and like pink is to, to a lot of old, older people it's like it's like it's pink is a very feminine color i'm like mm-hmm. i'm like no nah, pink is actually well but for the longest pink was a very masculine color it's true and i started liking pink because it's like you know it's just there's a sense of freedom with that color mm-hmm. and two cameron uh he wasn't he was a he was a rapper back in the day mm-hmm. he always wore pink and i'm just like that's so dope I'm using that mutual <laughs> friend. Um, I'll just say is that Larry, a good a good friend. Um, he was telling me about him, and he was telling me about this one outfit that just like came to his mind. <laughs> it was all fur, pink, yes. furry, feathery, and I was like, I have to. I, ha- I haven't seen this. I need to know more about this. Yo, it's it's dope. <laughs> like he like he brought pink back. He brought it hard. It was. I'm like yo. I needed. I need to start wearing pink. Sounded very early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Like I can. I could totally see. That. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't seen it, but I could picture it vividly. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna add a question. Have has so we talk about being a person of color influencing your artwork. Has it ever made you resent your artwork at all? Um. Kind of going in like when you mentioned like people expect that out of mm. you. For a second, I had that kind of resentment because it's like, you know, um, the work I do is, I guess, very, um, I, I'll say like very different. And it's just like for a while, I'm just like, mm, everyone has a liberty to kind of like jump genres or do things. And like for me, it's like it was just a little difficult because I had to be in a way somewhat consistent. So... Mm-hmm. I'm consistent with this thing, so it, it in a way it, it didn't resent. It just made things a little limiting, but within that, it's like, but it also made me reevaluate what I can do with within these limitations. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it doesn't. It didn't. It, it it made me mad, but it also made me think faster and quicker mm-hmm. and better. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah, because you had mentioned that you battled it a little bit, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I battled. I like just a little like quick story time. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, please. So like during college, um, I was like you know once I you know I was trying to get better with my technique, trying to draw better, trying to paint better, um, and you know most of the people I was exposed to were were you know either white or like some some or or black or something, but mostly white that I was exposed to, mm-hmm. and it was it was not a problem because. I wanted to be the best, and I could. I want to be able to paint anything and everything. And most of the ideas I had was very, in a way, European, I guess. Mm. So it was like you know, it was classical and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's like you know, this little lady just laying in the pond or something like that, or like you know, this is like about inner beauty and stuff like that. Mm. And um, and I, it only took me until like my first year and a half out of college that I really needed to actually start inserting my own blackness into it so in a way and i'll tell you this quote because i remember this from this uh aj plus interview is like being black is the most punkish thing you can ever be so i was just like yo i gotta make myself very punk rock so i started actually incorporating a lot more black people into my work because that in a way it's like you know it's a a brings a new perspective and new it's like it's like oh you can be weird this with this semi-realistic angle and b it's like you know it's like, yeah, it's like, it's what you've experienced, what you witnessed, and what you've kind of brought to the table, so yeah. that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. 
I feel bad going back to this question because I feel good. like you answered it already, but maybe you can add more to it. Do you feel like your surroundings uh, influence your work? And we kind of did talk about like the yeah. sounds of living in the city. Mm-hmm. Is there like anything else other than living in the city, like friends or mm-hmm. enemies? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, a lot of things. Um, I I feel like the, what's kind of what I'm surrounded by is just like the constant need to. Like, my friends, the people that I'm surrounded with, like, friends, the the art friends that I have, they're really dope. They always pump up incredible work, and I'm just like, all right, I got to match that or go beyond it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this nice, friendly competition. Not not competition, just like a nice, friendly, yeah. like, you know, sparring thing kind of going on because they keep you at bay. Because if I didn't mm-hmm. have that, I kind of had that when I was growing up, but only, like, only a few friends here and there. Um but after knowing that like there's a bigger world, there's bigger artists that you want to you know like, you know go after and stuff like that, it really helped me out. Um, and they also exposed me to stuff about myself that I'm just mm. like, oh, I did not know that I can do that. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's interesting when friends will like hold up a mirror to you and you'll be like, oh, that's, <laughs> I didn't notice that before. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like mm. it, it's it's killer. Um, yeah, and like most of my most of uh, the friends I met here, like they exposed me to a lot of really cool cool stuff, um, or at least like a lot of cool um, ways of looking at looking at art. Like um, I have friends that are like look at art like in a very design oriented way. Mm, yeah. People look at art like a very completely metaphorical way, or just like people look like you know, it's like I like what I like, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yo, I, there's actually people that like different things for different reasons, and that's I feel like that's. To an artist in, in an artist like career, I feel like you need to lean hard on those friends too. Mm-hmm. Um, as you grow, as you get better and grow older. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I feel like you also kind of answered this question too. The more because you give great answers, uh-huh. so <laughs> I'm getting better um, at that stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it basically we were. Next one is just like, are there general slash common themes that you explore in your work? Um, also, like, I also brought up before we started recording the the little illustration that you have where there's movement in them, like yeah. the pieces of it. I think that was something. Is that something newer that you were doing, or is that? I've been doing oh, like, like animation, um, animation, animated gifts has mm-hmm. been something that I've been doing since, if I'm not mistaken, 2016. Okay. I mean, I kind of did it in tw- 2015, 2016. I've been kind of doing it. It's just, um, I feel like there's only so much you can do to the, in, in like, you know, with a, like, you know, with a service or two dimensional space. Mm-hmm. So I, I've always loved this idea of um, I'm gonna use music terms like I always love the live experience of an of of a song you love versus the album experience of a song you love. Mm-hmm. So I've always liked like you know the live you can expand it a little bit more, you can remix it, you can have it like go differently. Um, so I've been doing that just because like you know I like to expand on a on a piece of work, and um, yeah, that's pretty much where I did with that one. Um, yeah, I forgot what was the other question. Mm-hmm. I just kind of... Well, just, just like general like themes that you explore oh, and stuff like that. Yeah, general themes. Um, general themes are usually focused on my work. There's always a sense of freedom that I've always wanted to explore in my work. Mm-hmm. This is Because 
when I don't know if you ever paid attention like recently past few years or so I've always put headphones on everybody like you know like mm. these very simplified headphones mm-hmm. and everything like that it's just like every time I listen to music it's like I'm in my own space my own world and yeah. it's always like through these people that I've drawn or people that I've used there's always these environments I create for the world that they're living in and it's kind of like you know it's kind of like a track of their own or an album of their own uh that i've always liked to create and then and like right now i'm also like kind of like you know putting themes of like you know since i've been crossing people's eyes out crossing mouths mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. like that it's just like it's in some some ways like is um kind of like some like you know sounds like this sense of silence i guess like mm. of like like uh Sorry, I'm just like because I there's it was um there's a lot of meanings to the with the eyes crossed thing, but there's always this um sense of silence or like you know people are not allowing you to speak, so mm-hmm. uh, um even though like you have a lot of like stuff in your environment or stuff you want to say you're kind of always silenced or in or in other ways you can say like in the flip side you can also say like you know there's a lot of uh, your general reality that you don't want to see. You kind of want to focus on the reality mm. that you want to create. That's real. So that's why, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like, because <laughs> yeah. it's true. Like, um, when I listen to music, like, it's like, all right, different. I'm in a different world. This is my reality that I'm making, and I have, con- I can actually have control of. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I take my, you know, if I take my blinders off, not bird boxing it, but <laughs> 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 it's gonna be an outdated me by the by the time this comes. <laughs> but <laughs> not bird boxing it, but it's just like you know, I'm, I actually feel like I'm gonna master my own destiny. But even though mm-hmm. I do have this, I feel like I am kind of like restricting myself in some ways. Mm. But now, I'm. I think the more that I'm experiencing this, my kind of freedom or experiencing life, I feel like a lot of other stuff that's happened in my life it started to slowly influence my work like recent events that's happened i'm just like i'm like i'm doing different things now mm. things that i don't want to say but <laughs> you don't have to leak anything no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah then that's i think that's that's what that's the beauty of like what i do because i feel like my work is going to be it's almost like an ongoing playlist mm. of of my life experience oh, i like that yeah like that too yeah, very <laughs> lovely way of putting it well, would you say that's the message you're trying to convey is like your life experiences mm. yeah it's like my life is like an ongoing soundtrack and every and there's in each and you know even if it's mine or people that have witnessed they're gonna have like other experiences of their own or what experience that i'm experiencing with them so mm-hmm. it's mm. uh, it's in a way an easier way for people to kind of come to my world i guess yeah. Um, especially for people that are of color, um, we always try to find very interesting ways to showcase our freedom. Mine is mm-hmm. just in, you know, patterns and colors and music. So mm-hmm. that's my way of expressing my freedom. Yeah. So that's the big message overall is your life experiences and your freedom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Expressing freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm going to, I'm going to throw in an extra question that was not on the list, but is there anything that you find really challenging when it comes to your art? Um, (laughs) um, Surprise! Oh, man. Um, Always, because I feel like my messaging always changes. I feel like, 
though, as like I have, I go from the music thing is always going to stay. I think that's as far as I'm concerned, that's the most consistent thing. Mm-hmm. But everybody, you know, the the more I get into it, I'm just like, there's more themes. It's like crap. There are more layers to our work. I got added stuff, <laughs> and I man, I think it never gets easier, especially running artist statements. It's the worst. <laughs> I hate writing artist statements. I hate Anybody when I go. <laughs> you're really good at it though like you just like really thoroughly explained all your like your art and everything like <laughs> no it's true like i could do easy it for you it, it feels it, yeah it makes it easy but it's like i the thing is i constantly have to think about it mm-hmm. and that's always been the problem and the second problem is, is just you know what am i going to do next after this is this mm-hmm. idea going to keep going further how far can i stretch this before it becomes becomes you know dated contrived Stuff like that. But it was like that's always been a big fear. Is like, is what I'm going to be doing, gonna am I able going to be am I able to do this longer than I expect to? Mm-hmm. And I hope I can. I hope I can keep doing this idea more. Yeah. Um. That kind of playing playing off of that actually, I think this is the last mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. Um, last question. And then maybe uh-huh. some. <laughs> don't we have a lot of time? Um, Sweet. So we can have some bonus questions. Um. As you know, it's the new year. Yeah. <laughs> um, new year, new you. New year, new you. No, I play a lot. I play a lot of Tam and Pot, so they're not some new, new person. Same, same old mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but that said, do you have like any like art specific goals that you're looking at, or like you, you don't have to leak anything like Stephanie said, but just like <laughs> is your eye twitching? Like, <laughs> like, uh, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Artistic, um, I've always had, my, my goal is always that, you know, I want to make, a like a living doing what I love, mm. doing, creating, so I can, it's the dream, yeah, just so I can, you know, I want to be able to, in a sense, pay, pay people back with, from what mm. I do, it's like, tell them what, like, what you taught me was, like, actually made me, made me something, and mm. I want to be able to take that into, like, you know, small, small places that are kind of underprivileged, Back from from Malawi, a lot of people will assume that it's like you know once you once you're about to go to college, you're either a doctor or a nurse, nothing mm-hmm. creative because it's like it's a risky move and you're not going to make a living out of it. I don't want to prove to a lot of people that I can make a living and I can be the best at what I do. Um, personally, I I just want to live. I mean, besides you know doing great in art and making a, a social living in art, I want to live. I have a really good life and live yeah. <laughs> long, lo- long and long and stuff and um, other other personal shit. <laughs> <laughs> <For sure. laughs> you know, the, yeah, you know the the kids and the wife fans, the, the wife fans and pick up fans and stuff like that. But <laughs> I want five kids. <laughs> yeah, uh, two, two, two is enough. Two, two of my own and two adopted is fine. <laughs> yeah, I want. Yeah, I mean, I want to always have. I always wanted to do that just because I want to give. I always. I'm a believer of like you know giving people the same opportunities or mm. giving people better opportunity than you had growing yeah. up. Philanthropy, oh, um, sure. uh, being a philanthropist and going into activism is something I want to do as I mm. get older mm-hmm. with what I do. So uh, art's gonna be just like one my main thing, but I do want to step into other avenues. Mm. What's crazy though, like since you brought gift animation stuff like that, mm-hmm. uh, animation I kind of want to step that part up of my life, and I want to keep. I want to be able to do that and get into animation and get into um, 
and able to like actually do short films and stuff like that. That's something I've wanted to do for so long, but mm. just need to have the idea <laughs> that works for it. Mm. Yeah. You said something that caught my attention um, about you want to prove point. Um, do your parents support you? Yeah, my parents support me. They really do. They... Man, that was easy. <laughs> That's good. No, my mom, my, my mom, and my dad—they've been extremely supportive of what I do. I was—it—it it did like scratch their heads the first time. I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to art school." And they're just like, "Don't you want to do football?" And then, <laughs> yeah, I did football uh, and I was okay at it. But um, they wanted me to. But I told them I really was dead set. My heart was in art, and then. Um, Luckily, I told it, it ended up being the best decision for them because they heard about CTE and everything like that. They're like, Yeah, yeah, you chose right. <laughs> no, my family is super supportive of what I do, and I am super happy about that because I was like, I know I've heard stories like it's like, Yeah, my parents, it's like, Yeah, you know, my parents are not supportive, but yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it matters. <laughs> I had to convince them, and it, it, it wasn't easy. It definitely wasn't easy to mm. convince my parents that I could do it, but I was really serious about what I love, and I want to make a difference with what I do. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, I have a bonus question that has nothing to do with anything. What? <laughs> do you like bad movies? <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what was this one terrible movie I saw recently? Um, nah, nah, Bird Box was okay. Um, uh, that was bad. Like, like, bad. The worst movie... Okay, so, like, I do have a... The best... One of my favorite movies of all time, which is a terrible movie, is Bad Boys 2. Mm. Bad Boys 2 is horrible. <laughs> it is offensive. It's chauvinistic. It's, it's misogynist. It's... It's got Horrid. the whole package. It's so patriarchal. <laughs> like, yo, it is, it is made for, like, some right-wing hillbilly. Mm-hmm. Tell, I'm telling you about it. But <laughs> I cannot stop watching it. It is so good. It's so bad. It's like, it's mm. it's an art form. I, yes. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Um, good to know. Because... We have bad movie night sometimes. Ooh. I so, would love to invite you. Yes. That would be, like. be dope. Yes. Wait, what is, what, is the, what is the divorce movie oh, we've seen recently? Lord, you have is it, it. Is, um, it, is, it, is, it, is it a double down? Please no. tell me. You know about Bill Breed? <laughs> I know about Bill Breed. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen Double Down. I've seen everything Neil Breen has made. Um, Even though I, I, I'm here. The, now. Now. Da, da, da. Yeah. Four dots. Yeah. Can't even do ellipses right. Um, we went to the movies to see his recent film, and that is the worst movie that oh I've seen Oh, my lately. goodness. And it was the most joyful experience I've had in a very long time. Uh, yes. It was incredible. The second that shit, the second we get that shit. We are inviting everybody over to watch Please. it. It's such an experience. Yo, I'm telling um, you, like, <laughs> New Breed is the is a goat, man. Does, does he inspire your art? No, he doesn't. <laughs> I don't know who he inspires. He inspires himself. Yeah, I know. Him and his shriveled ball sack will never inspire me. No. Um, no, he's just, oh my gosh, he's so great. It's just like, so like... Like, Tom was so even, like, I even like The Room as well. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
it's so awesome. It's just, it's just like I'm always fascinated, but like what goes to a lot of these people's headspaces because you're yeah. just like they think it's like, man, I'm going to make the best movie of all time just and feeling themselves. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and that's what and that's like one thing I love about it was like even if this movie is garbage, it's like. Such garbage. Even if, even if this movie's garbage, they are still they still firmly believe they believe in their work, and that's one thing. Yeah. If I were to tell like Eddie Ars, like, "Yo, check out these guys' movies <laughs> right right now," it, yeah. it's garbage, but you know what? They are proud of it. Yeah. I love that. There is something to be said for that level of confidence. Like yeah. it's amazing, unadulterated. Like it seems like they don't listen to anybody's critiques at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's like I got like, this. <laughs> <laughs> what was that one meal meal grieving with like he was like he was trying so hard to spill his coffee and stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> that's faithful finding. That's, yes! very, that's the very first one we saw. Um, God, that that just will hold a special place in my heart forever. Uh, that's the one scene Paul brings up. He's like coffee, just, like trying so hard to like. It's like uh, uh, no, this is one scene that he was like, he was like, where's where my meds? This oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he stares at him for a second. <laughs> I don't need these. Away. Like, what? This is brilliant. Oh my gosh. I would love. Oh, yes. Yo, our institute, if you all are listening to this, get this man a screening in your museum, please. please. That would be so dope. The crowds it would bring. I was actually super surprised. I thought maybe he wasn't as big as like Tommy Wiseau right now, but he's getting there because that theater was pretty full. It was crazy. Oh my oh, gosh. So good. And that makes me so happy Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, like I watch a lot of movies. I do watch a lot of movies. Like I'm going through a little bit of like a like just a, like a couple day break just because like I'm not burnt out, but I'm just like I need to just chill for a bit. Breaks, yeah. yeah, and I've just been watching a lot of these interesting movies. Like I love movies. Like if I if I wasn't if oh, I'm I if I ever was not doing a full time art, I would definitely just go straight into the, like learn how to direct I mean mm-hmm. it is a form of art yeah mm-hmm. and maybe that could be something down the road you never yeah. know mm-hmm. yeah. and movies need art directors too so True. you never know I know I just... oh go ahead sorry no, 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 I'm just I, looking I, Stephanie I... handed me a notebook <laughs> <laughs> um, I learned um, yeah, I, I learned a lot about movies like I was like oh it's like it's not the director's fault that this movie is bad it's the writing yeah. Yeah. I was like oh collaborative effort unless you're Neil Brink. Yeah. In which case he does everything. <laughs> so, no. Oh, man. So good. Speaking of that, I gotta watch. I still gotta watch Glass. That movie just about to come out. What is it? Glass. Uh, Emma Shabla. superheroes? Yeah. Oh. Have, you watched, have you watched Unbreakable? I have not seen it's that It's really good. I highly recommend that movie. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah. It's like if you if you hated Avatar: The Last Airbender film, you're definitely gonna like like um, Unbreakable. Yeah. If you have not watched The Last Airbender, please don't. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to. Plan on it. They just made it all. They whitewashed. Very upsetting things. Yeah. It was cringe. No. But no. But M. Lashemla, when he's good, he's good. Mm-hmm. But like Unbreakable, Six Sense, Signs, decent. Um. Mm-hmm. The Village is pretty solid. Um, what was that movie with uh, some other? Uh, there's some other movies I'm missing, but it, he's, he's yeah, he has some hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. some bangers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, cool. I don't know if there's anything else 
else you want to add? Anything? Any, any final Just thoughts? Put, like any little uh, lingering thoughts before we ask our last two things. questions? Uh, um, donate to your local local uh, charities. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Not even about yourself. It's just like, please do this nice thing. I bro, like that. Yeah, donate blood, donate to charities. You know, listen to uh, listen to your listen to what a lot of people have to say. Uh, comfort your strong friends. This is like like winter time is not everyone's ideal time. I hate the cold, and a lot of mm. people do too. But you know, sometimes you know, check on check on your peeps. Aww. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You should check on good your reminder. friends and family during mm-hmm. this time because the suicide rates after the holidays are really high. Yeah, mm-hmm. and seasonal depression is a thing, and it's usually the winter times that that occurs. And yeah, yeah, it's rough. So. It is, and it's crazy. I like, I like winter. It's like. Like once after December is over, I'm like, all right, can you just speed up to spring? <laughs> so I read somewhere, and this is now this number has gone down since I read this, but it said like only 177 days until summer. I was like, that doesn't sound like that much. It'll be fine. We'll make it. We're gonna make it. It's gonna be good. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I mean, the best thing about the winter is when it ends, and then I you can really know. enjoy. It's like such a beautiful thing. Yeah, I, love it. <laughs> I don't like. I liked winter when i first came to the united states mm-hmm. and then the older i get i'm just like yo this is this is you have to deal with it yeah because yeah, then you become an adult and it's like oh i, I have to like live in this shit now mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't and then people just so i'm like it's like it's just like me diving diving the first first time in winter i'm like i hope y'all got frostbite who needs it so we're gonna rain back in a little bit. Sorry. No, you're <laughs> no, fine. It's all good. This is, this is the nature of the podcast. This is probably the, the most structured podcast yes. we've had in a while. Oh, what? So you're good. I'm not. I'm structured. I mean, I'll listen to y'all. Oh, you do? Nice. Yeah, I, I did. I did, did you hear that shout out I gave to you? No, I missed that one. No, I missed then a few. You don't really listen to oh, the podcast. No. I'm joking. What? <laughs> No, no, I don't even remember when you did that. I don't no, know. I know you did like, that recent episodes. No, no, because like I, I just went like to your back catalog and just oh, started gotcha. that way. Because um, that's how I always do do podcasts. Start with their back. Nice. Feel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so the last bit of stuff <laughs> that we want to just say is, uh, could you, one, plug your favorite medium, what do you love to use, and two, plug yourself. <laughs> what you got going on where can people find your stuff oh jeez yeah. okay so medium uh, that has always been the hardest question but uh, no seriously <laughs> it, it's, it's okay if your answer is long go for it yeah, okay so if you want if you want, if you want top five um no particular order acrylic um acrylic uh, ballpoint pens digital well, you know, just like, you know, Cintiqs, uh, Intuos, whatever, whatever. Like whatever. subcategory. <laughs> yeah, just subcategory. Um, pastels, I think pastels oh. are extremely underrated. Not Oil a lot. Or... Um, actually, both. Mm-hmm. Both of them I really do have an appreciation for. Oil pastel is kind of like a good introductory as in, for oil painting, and pastel is just really nice mm-hmm. painting painting uh, introduction. And, uh, and good old graphite. Good old graphite. No, can't go yeah. wrong. Can't go. Yeah. And uh, if you want to find the rest of rest of my work, and you want you want to send me some comments, questions, complaints, um, <laughs> concerns, concerns <laughs> about my well being, you can always find me at uh, oscarjoyoart.com. O s c a r j o y o a r t. 
com, or just type in Oscar Joyo on Google and you'll find me pretty much anywhere. I'm pretty pretty easy to find <laughs> on all platforms like yeah. instagram facebook yeah everything twitter. instagram facebook uh, twitter tumblr linkedin tinder yeah no like i use my tinder for for art for art right now it's great it's can you do that yeah i've been doing that oh. it's it's kind of like the same way uh people use bumble like you know or how pornhub People use Pornhub. They what? do. Yes, they do. They they, they they started doing that because um, there's this YouTuber I was following for like the longest. It's just like because YouTube was going through the through their uh, their, you know their Christian like wholesome let, let's be a family kind of website. Nah, I just uh, I thought that was the whole point. Like, oh, with like Tumblr the demonetization. Too. demonetization. Oh, demonetization. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that's, tum- that's Tumblr. Tumblr, Tumblr. went on that. Yeah, but it's like kind of related, right? Like they. The demon, or is that more about like advertising? I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot. The trying to try to appease a lot of advertisers, so a lot okay. of creators were like, "Screw this! I'm mm. going to go to Pornhub," and I'm just like, <laughs> "You know, that's not terrible. You, you do you." I'm like, "Hey, do your thing. yeah, do your wow. thing. Do your thing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, if I, I mean." <laughs> glasses you just just like your hoodie it's like yeah i'm I'm here for the thing (laughs) i just read the comments (laughs) (laughs) yeah fallout 76 is on there (laughs) and uh, and some other stuff on a different level. No, it's all good. Like, no, you know, but... plug yourself. Tell me <laughs> where they can find oh you. Oh my gosh. That'd be awesome. hilarious if somebody finds me on there. That was so <laughs> weird. Yeah, how about I explain that to my mom? <laughs> yeah, so just type in O-S-C-A-R-J-O-Y-O and I'm in all socials. We'll put links in yes, the as, description. Put some so links look out for that too. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> This has been fun. Yeah, thank you for coming to our first. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. We learned a little. We laughed a little. Right, right. Yeah, the whole time. Oh, awesome. that was so good. <laughs> well, this is our first uh, artist interview, mm-hmm. and we hope you enjoy it. We are going to make this a um, regular thing every month. We'll try to. Sh- yeah, try to. Every it's always going to be Oscar. Every time. Just, uh, just yes. ask, <laughs> ask the same question and see if you, like, they're different next time. He's going to have, like, a voice, like, modulator or something like that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, and we hope, well, you know, and you should also come back onto the show. We'll do more specific topics. We've done that in the past. Oh, yeah. We can talk all about Neil Brand if you want. Dude, if we... <laughs> Yo, yo, I'm I'm about it. Just like having like just like Neil Breed and I just just comment commentary. That would be so, so happy. Oof. <laughs> let me know. Let me okay, know. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. Cool. Well, I think that'll do it. That'll do it. And uh, I'll do it, little pig. That'll do. <laughs> that'll do, donkey. <laughs> well, thank you for tuning in, and tune in next time. <laughs> Every Friday. Oh, and what were you going to say? No, I was going to say, not nothing. I was going to say pizza time. Pizza time. (laughs) We need an outro. Maybe it's just.
Pizza time. Pizza time. Yes. All right, one, two, three. Pizza, Pizza time! <laughs> Before we go, we just want to give some credit to Jonathan Stutz for providing us with um, their amazing music throughout this podcast. Um, if you want to find more of their music, including the song that you hear on uh, the intro and outro to our podcast it's called Rushing, you can find that at stutzmusic.bandcamp.com and that's spelled s-t-u-t-z music.bandcamp.com feel free to write to us at drunkartchatpod at gmail.com you can also follow us on instagram twitter and facebook under drunk art chat yeah if you visit our anchor.fm uh, profile, which is just anchor.fm slash drunk dash art jet dash chat. You can also donate to us. If you're already supporting us by uh, subscribing, we thank you so much. And if you are feeling generous, you are able to uh, give either 99 cents a month, $4.99 or $9.99. Your choice. Um, or if that, that link is too long to remember, just go to bit.ly slash DAC donate, all one word. And, uh, you know, that money will go towards drinks and paying for our SoundCloud account and all, all sorts of good stuff. All right, well, until next time, I'm Cameron Benamone. I'm Stephanie Ledesma. And this has been Drunk, Drunk Art, Art Chat. Chat.